0: What's good, y'all? It's your girl LeJay, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. foreplay, straight to the point like I ain't really what the he say, she say. I to a bag on a weekday like
2: All right, we got LeJay off the porch with us today. Hey, how you feeling today?
0: I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good.
2: For sure, it's a pleasure to have you here on the porch with us today. Thank no you. I appreciate it. No problem. problem. So how you feeling in Atlanta? What's going on, what's the vibe?
0: I'm feeling good, but you want to know something. I'm like in and out, you know what I'm saying? I got way more going on um, in Miami. That's why I'm uh, shooting back that way. Mm -hmm. But overall, it's been good. I've been chilling, just enjoying the weather, getting my work done, doing what I came here to do.
2: you spill. You know, yeah. What's going on out there in Miami?
0: Well, I just performed at, at a spot called Hookaholics. They have something called Magic Mondays where they do a watch party. And I was able to perform and the energy was crazy. Like it was great. I mean, like it was crazy. I never got that much love at once, like off my music. It was a real dope vibe. So I was basically networking with the people that I met there. I had some interviews lined up. I had, um, I have some, I have another performance there on Saturday that's why I'm shooting back there. And another one on on Sunday. Now I'm going home officially on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready But well, it's for safe that
2: to part. say they fucked with you out there in Miami.
0: Yeah, like, I'm ready. Like, yeah, it's crazy. The love there is crazy.
2: That's real. Mm-hmm. So where is home? Because I know you know, you stayed out in Macon, which you know what I'm saying, out uh-huh. here in Georgia. But right. then you also stayed in Jersey.
0: Right, yeah, that's home to me, Jersey. That's, that's home? Yeah, that's home. For sight, right? <laughs> For sake, yeah. For sake, I still say it right.
2: <laughs> for sake,
0: we're going to get you there. We gonna when we bring you out, yeah, we're going to get you right. Say
2: no more. <laughs> so what's there to do out there in for sake?
0: Try to stay out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest thing you could do out there in for sake. Stay, try to stay out of fucking trouble.
2: Um, How would you describe the culture and the way of life out there?
0: Fast. You know what I'm saying? Everything is fast. People driving fast, <laughs> people growing up fast. Everything happened fast. Like, everything is like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody either in the middle of a hustle or trying to get to a hustle. Or, you know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, like single moms, I know my friends from out there get into a bag working. Some other friends I know in the streets. You know, everybody just honestly trying to make it. That's what it feel like over there. You know what I'm saying? Just Just trying to be right, trying to get yeah.
2: right. How would you describe your upbringing out there?
0: It was a little rough, but it was all right, though. You know what I'm saying? I had family that loved me, a roof over my head. So, you know, knows that type of situation. You can't really ask for much. You know what I'm saying? I was always like protected, you feel me? Loved. I, I had an all right upbringing. Like it was my, it was the environment. It wasn't so much. I mean, I can't even say that, because in my home it was it was bullshit. But, um, like my grandmother loved me, you know what I'm saying? And that's that was all that mattered to me growing up.
2: Yeah.
0: It was just me and her, so I had an alright upbringing. Straight for the most up. Part, till I got to a teen, you know, when I got a teenager, we start bumping
2: heads and shit. Who, you on ground?
0: Yeah, you know. Cause me, you wanted
2: to see what outside was talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm
0: doing my own thing, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It came to a point where she just was like, listen, you know, she gonna do what she gonna do. And thank God, you know, I learned a lot quickly, got my shit together, you know what I'm saying? So. Honestly, it was a it was a decent upbringing. I, I learned a lot. I, I, I wouldn't trade it for nothing because I feel like if it wasn't for the shit that I've been through, shit that I saw. Yeah. I wouldn't be as smart and wise as I am today. So I'm fucking with my upbringing.
2: Yeah, experiences <laughs> taught real lessons. Nah, for real, yeah. For sure. So when would you say you decided to jump off the porch and go see what outside was talking about? You want to be realistic?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was living in Miami.
2: What? I was like, I was,
0: I, I was, I was mad young. I was like 10, 11 years old. And I started like skipping school and like wanting to hang out. I had a friend that had an older brother that was in a gang. So we used to like just run around with them everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing what was going on. And then my grandmother like, right, we're not doing this. That's how I ended up staying in Macon. And I stayed in Macon for like two two years, two and a half years with my auntie. And then I ended up moving back to Georgia, but them two years or so that I was staying in making, I was all right, like I wasn't outside. Like I was in school, I was going to church and stuff. Yeah. And then when I moved back to Jersey, <laughs> when I moved back to Jersey, I was maybe like 14-ish. I was outside, you know what I'm saying? I was outside. And all the way, I don't last that long. Once I had my daughter, I, I chilled out my daughter when I was um, 17. So I started chilling then. started really, I was still outside, but I was more smart with the way I was moving and things that I, you know, did. And then eventually that even wore off and I just was like, ain't nothing out there. You know, I didn't feel like I done did and seen everything. If I ain't did it, I seen somebody do it. Like,
2: it's
0: not really, it's always gonna be there. You know, I gotta get my shit together, so. Yeah, that's that was that for me. That was for my sure. outside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, what, is it safe to say that motherhood helped push you? You know what I'm saying? To turn a new leaf? You know what I'm saying? and realize mm-hmm. it's more to live for. It's more to life.
0: For sure, because I was like reckless as hell before I had a kid. Like reckless. Like get into it with anybody, anywhere. Like like doing all type of shit. You know, just just out outside. Like, I never was a hoe outside like that, (laughs) but (laughs) just like, you know, trying to find new ways to get money, trying to, you know, and being hanging out all night. Maybe I'm not doing nothing, but I'm hanging out with a whole bunch of people that's doing a whole bunch of illegal shit. You know, just putting myself in not so smart situations that when I had kids, it made me reevaluate like what I want for my life. If i keep going down that road, where'd I leave my kids? I didn't really have um, parents growing up, so I just knew I always wanted to be there for my kids. You know, I, that was number one to me. That's priority to me. So when I did have them, it just hit different. I'm like, I gotta, you know, yeah. figure it out, you know?
2: That's real shit.
0: Yeah, but it was, it was, I, I love being a mom. Like real eye opening experience. I feel like, I don't want to say, cause you know, everybody biologically can't have kids. So I don't want to say if you can't have kids, you will never experience this. But I feel like becoming a parent for most people, it's like it, it, it awakens a different sense in you. Like, it's, it's hard to explain, but you want more, you know? You want you get hungry just to conquer, just to do it all, just to be that, just to put on that cape and yeah. like save it, you know, whatever it is.
2: That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh. So when would you say you sat back and laid out the blueprint on how this is what we finna do. We finna push this music narrative. We finna push the dream.
0: Recently, actually, like I've been rapping, but I wasn't really taking it serious because I felt like this can't happen for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, but as time went on and I started really seeing, like, started really, you know, getting in tune with myself as an artist and getting more comfortable as a rapper, I'm like, yeah, nah, fuck that, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I want, you know. So my blueprint really going hard, taking it serious and really believing in myself came about like, I want to say like the beginning of this year, probably like around May, Mayish, April, May, mm. like around that time.
2: What exactly what it was it, you know what I'm saying? That lit that fire.
0: I always, I used to do, when I used to do music before, I didn't really have nothing to fall back on. I just was like bartending, you know, getting bread like that. But I'm like, I want something solidified. So I went back to school and I finished my nursing degree. And then I always had it in my mind. Like, I really want to go serious with my music when I finish with my, with my school shit. But it was always a back and forth thing. Cause I honestly, just being real, I, I don't like people. And like, I don't like sharing myself with people. Cause I feel like misunderstood a lot. I feel like people don't get me. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard for me to be fake. So I just rather stay away. Yeah. And <clears> there's <throat> not the industry to yeah. be in if you want to stay away. You gotta
2: be a people person.
0: Yeah, no, nah, for real. Like, don't. I'm a people person, but we gotta switch. Like, you know, I'm on and off. Like,
3: if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive.
1: At participating McDonald's.
0: Like, sometimes I'm in my, my vibe when I just want to be- You don't like want to be long. bothered all the time. Yeah, I feel like that's normal though. I yeah. feel like that's everybody. So, I was going back and forth with that concept for a while. And then it was like really around that time when I finished I finished school in April. So it was around that time I was like, man, fuck this. I just got to really go serious with this music shit because honestly, just being real, I'm looking at the bitches that's rapping and I'm like, Is it like,
3: Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com
1: internet for details. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.
0: You know what I'm saying? So why? I'm going to sit at home and sit on my talent. Fuck that. That's when I fin- I was like, man, when I'm finished with school, I'm going to take it serious. And even up until the point that I actually finished and started taking it serious, I was kind of questioning it. But it's like something just felt, like, just felt right this time. Like when I started writing music again and taking it serious, because I never really stopped. But I was like in and out, like I'll write a song, go to the studio once or twice a week, then not go back for like three months, you know? But this time, like around that time, April, May, when I started writing, it just it felt, something felt different. When I, when I go in the booth and record, it felt different. Like, I can't explain it, but it's like somewhere, and I don't even know where, I switched gears in my artistry and I feel way more comfortable now. Like now I'm on cruise control, I feel like I don't gotta do too much. Yeah. Just be myself and just do what I love to do which is make music yeah
2: yeah what would you say is your favorite subject matter to speak on when you in the booth
0: honestly I'll just be vibing like I can't even say that I have a favorite subject matter because I, none, none of my music is like heavily substantial as of right now most of it is most like like just music to have fun with like the bars is there and it's different flavors like I got some things that's like girls go and fuck with, it's like, you know, fuck these niggas for shit, you know? Then I got some shit that niggas can fuck with, like have a nigga bop and bumping the shit in his car by himself, you know? So I'll be switching back and forth, but as far as like subjects, I don't really get too hung up on that. I like to have, I like to have fun with it. Like I know a lot of people use music to express themselves and really put their real problems out. I use it to express myself as an escape. Like I don't want to talk, about my fucking problems yeah. with my music all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I gotta talk about my problems when I'm not here doing yeah. music. So fuck that problem shit. I like to leave that you know, outdoors and just focus on what's gonna make me feel good right now, what feels right to me right now. If a beat is playing and I'm like, I wanna talk about a car or I wanna talk about a watch or I just wanna pop my shit in general that's that's the route I go you know. Yeah, yeah it's like that for me.
2: That's real shit. <laughs> Who would you say inspired you musically?
0: So so many. You wouldn't even believe it. My, my ear for music is like crazy. Like I can't just say one person because like I, I feel like I done got a little bit of something from almost every genre. Like from um, gospel music to rock and roll to hip-hop to r and to classical music to the blues to jazz music like I love I, I love music you know and I feel like I took a little bit of something from everything but like as far as inspiring me to really want to to think that I could be famous and rap and like do something like female in the female position I swear, I remember when I was a little girl, right? I was a little girl. And um, I was watching the BET Awards. I think it was the BET Awards. I don't know what awards it was, it was some Awards. And Lil' Kim came out and on the back carpet and she had on this like purple seashell and like this purple one piece. Oh, the
2: VMAs, yeah.
0: Yeah, and like, I just remember thinking like, that is so, fucking fly like I want to be on TV like that when I get older like I loved it I loved everything I lo- like it, it mesmerized me like as a grown woman now with kids and everything looking back I could still remember watching my TV in yeah. my auntie room in the projects I remember how I felt when I seen her on the TV like, I felt like that's what I want to do it, it wasn't even necessarily rapping that I was saying it was just, I just knew I wanted to be fly you want to have like a presence on like the TV that, yeah. I wanted that presence yeah like that's what I wanted and for me growing up like when I was younger around that age I used to always want to say like oh I'm gonna be when I grow up I want to be a singer my brother used to be like you can't even sing like no you're not (laughs) so I always knew I wanted to do something then as I started getting older like towards my teen years that type of life just seemed so far away like that shit would never happen you know so Gave up that whole one day I'll be famous idea and just went, I wasn't doing my own thing. Then like, you know, spinning spinning back to it around the time that I had my kids, I started like growing a fan base and stuff. And then even then it still felt unrealistic. But like, I'm at a point now where I can embrace it. I'm like, it's not that far fetched as it seems. You know what I'm saying? Like, just gotta work. Real spiel. Yeah, but like inspirational wise, like definitely I will say like Lil' Kim, like, that's what made me want to be and feel like I can be famous with that same like dominant, but feminine energy and just killing shit, but still so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the vibe. Yeah, that that's
2: was right. When would you say you started to notice that your hard work was paying off and that it's not only paying off, but your dream is possible?
0: That was recent too. Uh, honestly, it was when I got thrown on the Joe Budden podcast when he threw my music up there, like, I wasn't expecting that. I always say, like, I didn't pay for that. I didn't schedule that. I didn't talk about that. Nobody arranged that. I just woke up and everybody was like, oh my God, they're playing music on Joe Budden podcast. And just the night before that, I was thinking about just packing it up with the whole rap shit. And like, I prayed on it and stuff. And then like the next morning that happened, like that just don't happen for people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, I got to keep it going because if, these little things are happening. Like this could happen for me. This is not like every rapper that's trying to up and come come up, they don't just get played on one of the top listened to podcasts for no reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when they ain't send this shit in or ask for this shit to happen. It just happened, like that was it for me. I was like, Oh nah, I can't I can't get this up. Like, I gotta keep going. Like these niggas saying I'm fighters It's grown men and they don't even know me. They saying that they just off the music, saying that this shit is hard. Like Nah, I gotta keep going. Cause like I said, even around that April, Mayish, when I got serious with it, I was serious with it. But I still didn't feel like, like it's even now to this very second. You know, it's still that little voice, like, you know, the shit might not happen. Da, 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 like that's in the back of my head still. But when I got played on a Joe Budden podcast, it definitely showed me that. All right, this shit is not happening for nothing you mm. know what I'm saying like this is for something people were seeing it I feel like nobody's seeing it I feel like it ain't getting emotion but clearly it is so I need to just keep going that was the first moment that I realized like all right I can't give up again this time so yeah
2: that's a real spill now let me ask you a serious question because <laughs> due to who your baby father is do you feel like you know what I'm saying shit was just getting handed to you like like you just said like you woke up one day joe budden playing your music on this mm-hmm. podcast and shit and you didn't have a plan or nothing mm-hmm. that was just granted for you because mm-hmm. your work right right so how often do you know what i'm saying do you get those oh that's fatty baby mama types you know what i'm saying like you I know i don't what I'm think
0: saying? i don't think that if anything i think it kind of hinders me a little bit i don't feel like it helps me because um people don't like Like, I guess respect you as an artist off the rip when you got somebody like that as your kid's father. Especially that I started...
2: Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level.
0: Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right
2: at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
0: i after him, you know, and it, and it just kind of looks like another rapper's baby mama just trying to rap and trying to make something out of all her following. But that's not what I'm doing. I tried to do music. I fell in love with it. I write my own music. It's really good I love it I love doing it and it's now it's like something that I'm chasing for me you know this is this ain't no Instagram model trying to make something out of nothing like I really really love doing music and um with him being my kid's dad I just feel like it's kind of hard for people to separate the two like that Fetty Watt baby mama shit is annoying you know I like when people just be like Leger because that's who I am you know and and yeah, just, just in a nutshell. I don't think it makes it easier. I Like people hand it, hand shit to me because of that. I feel like it make it harder because people be looking at me like this girl, you know? But until they hear the music and then they see the vibes and they be like, then they be fucking with it, you know? So I always feel like I gotta, because of that, I gotta go that extra step to prove myself as I an feel artist. feel that. Yeah, so I feel that. opposite way around. I
2: feel that. And being that it is your kid's father, mm-hmm. how is it that this situation is affecting not only the kids, but you as well? Oh,
0: his situation right now? Yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know, it's difficult in, for my, it's all, my, all my kids. Um, my son, he's smaller, so he knows that his, like, his, the situation, but he don't really know like the severity. He don't know like, that he's probably not going to see his dad like, really, really spend time with him for a long time. He don't know that. I don't think he could process it. My daughter, on the other hand, she's old enough. And she was honestly real down about it, you know, of course. So dad. you know, regardless, I know what it feels like because my dad was incarcerated my
3: whole childhood, basically. and. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.
0: Like I try to explain to her, like at least you got to spend time with him and you will spend time with him again, you know? So she understands it and she also has a friend. She has two little friends that she plays with and one of the little girls doesn't know her father like at all, never met him, never seen him, don't even know his name. And the other little girl, her father passed away in a car crash like two years ago. So when my daughter's very smart, she like kind of compared her situation to her two friends and was like, you know, I don't really have it that bad. You know, at least I can still talk to my dad and I will see him again. And so it's not, it's not, it's not as bad, you know, it's something that we just got to accept and, you know, push forward. And I have to kind of, you know, put, put my big girl pants on because- I was because, gonna
2: ask, you gotta turn to super mom.
0: Yeah, cause like, I don't have that like, hey, you know, I need you to, to come get them for the weekend or hey, I need this, I, like, I don't have it at all. Like, even though sometimes I felt like I didn't have it then but you don't really know until you really don't have it at all, you know what I'm saying? Then you'd be like, all right. It, it do make you like low key appreciate certain shit. Like I think two days, uh, not two days, like two weeks after that situation happened, my daughter got a bad rash, like all over her body though from being in the pool too long, but it looked like the monkeypox. I promise you.
2: Hmm.
0: I was Googling it, and I'm a licensed nurse. I was Googling it, the monkey pox. I was looking at the pictures. I was looking at my daughter. I was like, this shit was all over her body, on her back, everywhere. So I was sending it to my group chat with all my friends that I graduated with. They like, damn, sis, it do kind of look like it. So I was like panicking, cause you know, not too much is known about the monkey pox. If you get that shit, they kind of don't know what to tell you. They, they, you on your own damn near. They tell you to call the CDC. So I was panicking with that. And I, I was like, that was the first time that I was like, damn, I don't have nobody to really relate to this panic. Cause I can't even like tell her dad what's going on, you know? And that was the first time I noticed like, all right, it is going to be a little bit different now that things are that way. But overall though, pushing through and it's going to be all right.
2: So how inspirational would you say it is for you as a mother to be not only just the mom that's rapping, but now you're the superhero mom that's <laughs> rapping, that's going to come home, you know what I'm saying? And just yeah. make sure the house is straight, you know what I mean? Yeah, it it
0: feels it feels it feels good knowing that I feel confident in my position right now. I'm not in shambles. I don't feel scattered. I don't feel scared. I feel confident in everything that I'm doing, you know regardless of anything going on I feel good Right. so I find c- a lot of comfort in that like I must be doing something right because I feel good you know right. what I'm saying I, I feel like I'm doing good my kids is doing good you know everything is going is going well for me and sometimes you know God just got funny ways that's that <laughs>
2: mom says she pushing P for purpose yeah for real <laughs> I <know that's> right. <laughs> what's the main thing you would say you want from your music career
0: the main thing I want from my music career to be real with you, I want to be able to inspire people and change the world on a different level. Like I know it's not gonna happen overnight, but I want to be one of the ones to come to the forefront and bring that conversation to the table where the money at, you know, like what we doing? Right. I want to I wanna open up jails and shit, you know? I want to open up schools. I want to do real shit. So that's what I'm hoping to get out of my music career like I hope to be able to take it so far that I could you know start to make that change that I want to see in the world because like I was talking about this in one of my other interviews like I feel it's honestly sad how like misinformed and miseducated people in the hood are you know what I'm saying and it don't got to be that way the gap is not that big they try to make it seem like it's that big because they don't want us to know but it's really not that big like it don't It's going to take a lot, but it is not impossible, you know, to really put the knowledge and the information in in the school systems that kids in the hood need to know to really be well off in life. You know, to put the knowledge and the information into prison systems to where we could see a a crazy reduction in the amount of people coming back to prison, you know. Like, the way they're doing it now, it, it ain't it. So, like... I got too many friends, too many family members that have been in and out of jail. And it's just a vicious cycle, you know what I'm saying? They don't learn nothing, they don't do no healing, no, no, no real growing. It's up to them if they choose to grow while they in there. And most people ain't got the, the emotional maturity to be like, let me take this time to really grow. Right. And even when they do, once they get back into society, they didn't grow like it with, with professional help. So they kind of like begin to revert back to their old ways. As soon as they come home, like it'll start off with just one cigarette. Now, you know, they back smoking cigarettes. Now they take a couple pulls off a of blunt. Now you know they back smoking weed. Now they back popping pills. Now they back on the block trap. And now they back in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if it was a real live system in the prisons, it'll be different. A lot of shit will be different. Like prisons and schools, that's what I want to focus on. That's what I want on my music. I want to be able to make a change in those two aspects. Because I feel like starting there is going to radiate to, honestly, a better world, a better society, period. Yeah, that's what I want. That's a
2: real spill. Any last words and shout-outs?
0: I, really I really want everybody to go peep my new song, Fly Shit Only. I just dropped it. Well... Not just, but YouTube in July. The numbers are slowly but surely going up. Every time I check in, a little 50, 60 more views. So feel good about that. Make sure I go check that out. And oh yeah, my song Freak Bay dropping on September 17th. Make sure y'all follow me. Check that out too. Dang,
2: <laughs> DJ, we appreciate DJ. having you today.
0: <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, it was a dope vibe. The foreplay Get straight to the point like a freak bae. I ain't really what the he say she say I be to a bag on a weekday
3: like yeah. I be to a bag. mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with Cox Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet Cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data. Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details.
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
1: This is ludicrous.
2: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's
0: right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
3: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.